I would like to talk to you just for a few moments from this subject. Hallelujah, anyhow. There we go. Hallelujah, anyhow. Hallelujah is a word known worldwide, but many don't really know exactly what it means. If we're going to use this word, it would be good to use it rightly. It is two Hebrew words put together. Hallel, which means to praise, to boast in, to shine forth, to be worthy of praise, to be commended. And then there is Jah, is a shortened form of Jehovah, which means the self-existent and eternal one. Jehovah is the name of the Lord, which emphasized that God Almighty has no beginning or end. He has, all, he has been and he always will be Lord God Almighty. There simply is none greater. When we put the two words together, we are praising the Lord with all of our being because he alone is worthy of praise for all the great things he has done and continues to do. When we separate the two words, they are translated, praise the Lord. If we see the Greek form of the word, we will see alleluia. And it means the very same thing. In some Bible translations, we will read praise the Lord and see a footnote about hallelujah. In other translations, we will read hallelujah and possibly see the footnote that it means praise the Lord. So in essence, when you say hallelujah anyhow, you're saying praise the Lord anyhow. Habakkuk was a contemporary of Jeremiah, and he ministered in the time right before Babylon was set to destroy Judah. The reason I want us to look at this book is because Habakkuk, whose name means wrestling, had a number of questions for God and complaints against him. The book is actually a dialogue between the prophet and God, with Habakkuk arguing that God's ways are unfathomable and even unjust. He represented the questions of the godly in Judah, and he no doubt gives voice to some of our complaints as well. Here in the prophetic book of Habakkuk, once again, the people of Judah are in the midst of judgment at the hands of God as a result of their disobedience concerning the covenant moral law of God. You see, they kept the religious rituals. In other words, they know the UMC book of discipline. They know the UMC book of worship. But living terrible in their obedience to God. 
God has to make them face the consequences of their disobedience. So now here, Judah is in the midst of turmoil and Habakkuk has a problem because he has gone to God and said, God, how long are you going to let them get away with treating you like this? And God comes to Habakkuk and says, listen here, here's the deal. I am going to use the Chaldeans to punish my people. To which Habakkuk replies with confusion because the Chaldeans are the enemies. Habakkuk says, God, how are you going to let the enemies take your people to teach us a lesson? Has anybody discovered that sometimes God will allow stuff to happen to you just to get you in the place where he needs you to be? God reveals to Habakkuk what will happen to his people as a result of their disobedience at the end of the book in chapter 3. Habakkuk writes a prayer that becomes his affirmation of trust in the midst of a season of judgment, chastisement, and tragedy. Habakkuk says, no matter what goes down, no matter how bleak things get, I'm going to have a praise on my lips. Now that's what I like to call a hallelujah Anyhow, yes, my whole world is falling apart, but I'm going to say praise the Lord anyhow. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have more bills than I have money to pay, but I'm going to say hallelujah anyhow. I'm not where I want to be. And I'm having issues getting to where I need to be. But I'm going to praise the Lord anyhow. A songwriter wrote, well, it's hallelujah anyhow. I'm not going to let my troubles bring me down. I'll just lift my hands and sing it hallelujah anyhow. You see, people often mistake joy and happiness. We can be happy and not have joy. We can be joyful and not be happy. As Christians, we can have joy even in the midst of unhappy circumstances. You see, the reason for this is joy is not circumstantial. Joy is a gift from God. For the Bible lets us know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And Habakkuk understood this clearly. Verse 17 says, though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vine, though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stable. In spite of all this, 
his spiritual state was strong as ever. Habakkuk outlined the worst possible consequences, but the prophet was prepared to trust God. He realized that inner peace did not depend on outward prosperity. Maybe I should say that again. Inner peace. It does not depend on outward prosperity. Hallelujah. Anyhow. How about you? Do you have a hallelujah anyhow state of mind? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. When things are not going well, it's hard. But we have to learn in the midst of the mess to say hallelujah anyhow. <clears throat> the text goes on to say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exult in the God of my salvation. Habakkuk, even in the midst of his situation, yet I will rejoice. I will exult in the God of my salvation. Philippians 4 and 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. It doesn't say some of the time. It doesn't say rejoice when things are going well. It doesn't say rejoice even when things are hunky-dory. You see... We can let the devil point at negative circumstances in our lives and allow him to steal our joy. We have a choice. We can rise above that. We don't have to have a pity party. We don't have to wallow in our issues, in our problems. But just say, hallelujah, anyhow. God has got my back. God is going to work this situation out. It may not be worked out the way I want it worked out. It may not be worked out when I want it worked out. But God will work out that situation. The Bible wouldn't tell us to rejoice in the Lord always if that's not what we were supposed to do. Rejoice in the Lord always. So we need to be like Habakkuk and look the devil in the face and say, hallelujah, anyhow, I will rejoice. Habakkuk did not state that he would merely endure in the hour of distress. He said he would rejoice in the Lord and be joyful. God is the inexhaustible source and infinite supply of joy. Far too many people keep trying to buy joy. But happiness is not found in circumstances. Joy is available to everyone, even to those stripped of every material possession. 
For joy is to be found in a person. It comes through an intimate and personal relationship with the Lord Jesus. James 1 verses 2 through 4 says, Whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and ready for anything. As long as Jesus is on the throne, we have reason to rejoice. As long as we belong to him, we have a reason to rejoice. So who don't mind just lifting their hands and saying, hallelujah, anyhow. I guess not too many people, huh? <laughs> That's what you have to do even when you're, in, when, when, when you're at home. You're washing the dishes and you're just thinking about your troubles and then tears start to come down your face because you don't know what to do. Put those dishes down, lift your hands up and say, hallelujah, anyhow. Your heart is hurting, hallelujah, anyhow. Don't be afraid to lift your hands to the Lord and say hallelujah anyhow. You're saying praise the Lord. And re regardless of what situation I find myself in, God, I surrender everything over to you. Amen. Because when you lift your hands, that's a sign of giving God praise. That's a yada praise. saying, God, I surrender everything. And to make this live, you know, if, if, some, if a gunman came behind you and said, stick them up, <laughs> what's the first thing you're going to do? Stick up. Right? Because you're saying, I surrender. I surrender whatever you want me to do. I know that's a harsh description, but... <laughs> but you think about it when you lift your hands to the Lord that yada praise. God, I surrender everything over. Hallelujah, anyhow. I don't know how we're going to fix this. I don't know how we're going to get through this, but I say hallelujah, anyhow, with tears streaming down my face. And Jesus will take those tears and dissect each and every one and intercede on your behalf for the Father so that God can come in and turn it around. And you have a powerful testimony. You'll be able to come to the church and say, church, when I was down and out, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. I lifted my hands up and I said, hallelujah, anyhow. And God turned that situation around. God lifted me up. God gave me the strength I need. God blessed me with this. God told me to go this. My doorbell rang and guess what? It was just what I needed. We have to put our faith in God. We have to believe and trust God. That's it. That is who you are.
Yes. You know, because this world, life is hard. Life hurts. We go through situations and we wonder, why is it happening to us? Why am I going through this? Why am I the one that got to suffer? Why am I? Why couldn't it be somebody else? But we have to trust God. Because the Bible says that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So all things, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, it's all working together for our good. We don't see it, but it's working together for our good. So you have to be able to say hallelujah anytime. Anyhow, praise be to the Lord. Verse 19 says, God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and makes me tread upon the heights. Once you realize where your joy comes from, Your difficulties won't drag you down. The Lord is the source and joy of our strength. The Lord, he gives gives us the power that is found like in the feet of a deer. And I know you all have seen it. We we get deer every, maybe every week. In our yard. And we see, like, if you come up to, if you, if you start walking, you see how fast they take off. So God will give us the power found in the feet of a deer. Much as deer can quickly bound through a dark forest, so the prophet said he could move joyfully through difficult circumstances. So we'll be able to move joyfully throughout difficult circumstances. People will know your situation and wonder why does she still come to the church and help with the smile on her face? Or why does he still want to minister to the brokenhearted when he's lost everything. It's that joy that you get from the Lord. And then God God will enable the prophet to walk on the heights. Not only would he be bound through trails, he would also climb to the mountaintop of victory and triumph. The Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We will all have those times in our lives when our faith is to be shaken. When we have questions that seem to go unanswered. Habakkuk teaches us that even when everything points towards giving up on God, That's when we need to focus more on him. The choice is ours. We can let our troubles bring us down, or we can just lift our hands and say, 
Hallelujah. Anyhow, God bless. <laughs>